Welcome to the Four Quarters Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Sigir. For those of you that have been listening to my earlier episodes, welcome back. For those of you that are new, welcome for the first time. Today's topics, we're going to be discussing uh, Game 7 Heat Celtics and my reaction to that. Uh, I'll be giving my predictions for the NBA Finals. Uh, I'm going to be looking at the latest news regarding DeAndre Hopkins in the NFL. Uh, And we're going to be uh, looking at... um, the sort of preview into the uh, finals coming up, uh, as well as looking at uh, the 76ers' new hire of Nick Nurse uh, as their head coach. We'll start off with my reaction to Game 7 between the Celtics and the Heat. Now, if you listen to my last episode, you would know that I made a prediction of saying that the Celtics would take Game 7. I'm man enough to admit that I was wrong. Uh, the logical fan inside inside of me took over and made the made the prediction for myself as I usually do with most things um you know the Celtics had the momentum going into game seven going back to their home arena silly me to think that they would take it they were what the number two seed in the playoffs uh and they were facing off against the Heat who had to who are the number eight seed who had to play in to to get to this point uh and silly me thinking that the Celtics would overpower them at their home arena but of course I was wrong uh the heat absolutely destroyed them 103 to 84 at the garden uh just a quick lowdown of stats uh Jimmy Butler showed up in in a pivotal game that needed him to 28 points 7 rebounds 6 assists um though I will say the key player for the heat is Caleb Martin yeah Caleb Martin I don't know where the Heat would be without him. You know, uh, 26 points and 10 rebounds. Uh, he's their catalyst. He is so quick and so strong going to the rim and also at- attacking from the perimeter as well. Uh, he's He's been so key to the Heat in these playoffs and he's going to be a big contributor for them uh, going into the finals. On the other side of the coin, Jason Tatum didn't show up. Uh, you know, in forty-two minutes, he only scored fourteen points. That's not what you need from your number one guy. He's the he's the guy. There's no one else. He's the guy. Um, but I won't place the blame solely on Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown as his number two. Yes, he had nineteen points, and I thought he started off the game quite well. Um, he had eight turnovers. Oh, that is, to me, that's crazy. And the, the the turnovers were in very key moments in the game, you know, late in the game. And it was the same sort of stuff, really. It was like crossing over to his left hand. And then all of a sudden, it, it was as if, uh, like, he just couldn't control the ball with his left hand. Um, I mean, it, that's not what you need. Like, Jason Tatum needed help. Um and though Tatum tried to do bits and bobs, he couldn't do... he 14 points isn't going to cut it from him. Brown got 19, but eight turnovers, you might as well... Like, you might as well just give back points, basically, you know? Um, I mean, well played to the Miami Heat. They're a well-coached team. They all played together. They were hitting everything. They were hitting any 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 shots that they were taking, but they were good shots. They were like... Good ball movement, good screens, good passing, and good open shots, shot fakes, use, using them and just getting threes and open looks, driving to the basket. Like, that's 
that was a, a complete um offensive like uh lesson about how to uh, attack uh, in the current NBA and I think uh, coach Spolstra for the Heat has done an amazing job as always so you know congrats to the uh, Miami Heat of making it to the NBA finals they'll be facing the Nuggets uh, game one uh, which will be on uh, June 1st um, yeah I'm, I'm uh, it was an exciting game to watch for me definitely I mean the, the crowd noise was really good from inside uh, the garden you know the fans were incredible um, it, it just so happens that Miami um, showed up and you know they, they played really well well coached and hit all their shots and played great defense I mean from the Celtics I didn't really see much great defense either I mean they were you know people Kyle Lowry for goodness sake made it straight to the rim I mean, what else can you say, really? Moving on to uh, now the NBA Finals. It's going to be between number one seed Denver Nuggets, who just swept the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. Um, they'll be taking on the Miami Heat, who are the eight seed. Um, my prediction for this is Nuggets in five. The, the, Heat, the Heat will take one game, right? They'll have one game probably at home in South Beach, where they'll be hitting all their shots, the crowd will be behind them, everything will just happen for them, uh, and the coaching is, is good enough where they can take one game. However, the Nuggets, I, I think they're too overwhelming. They are too overwhelming. Uh, you know, they've got someone who's MVP caliber in Jokic. Jokic. Uh, you know, you've got Jamal Murray, who's a really good number two, and then you've got, like loads of other pieces around them which you know like Aaron Gordon for example they're really like athletic explosive long they're good defensively I think Nuggets will I don't think the Heat are going to have um, are going to have a good time with these guys I think the Heat are going to struggle defensively I mean Jokic is seven feet tall you know the, the best defender that they that the Heat could put on him is Bam and he you know he's nowhere near the size uh, or the length um, of Jokic. So, um, yeah, I mean, Nuggets in five, and that's my prediction. Shifting over to the NFL now, uh, we're going to talk about DeAndre Hopkins, um, how, about how there's a current quote-unquote arms race uh, to get his services. Um, he is a current free agent who was released by the Arizona Cardinals. Insane. I've already talked about that in the previous episode. Um uh, there was recently, um, I think today or yesterday, there was a NFL executive, uh, anonymous, uh, who's uh, basically said that uh, DeAndre Hopkins doesn't have it anymore, um, and that um, he's not as good as people make out. Well, he he's basically implying by what he said is like he's not really worth the hype. Um, that that's kind of the message I got from that comment. Um, it's always the ones that are anonymous, isn't it? Don't you think that's funny? Um, but. I mean, so the the rumors going around is that the the Bills or the Chiefs are trying to secure his services. Um, I mean, it just depends. <laughs> I mean, though he he would fit well in those teams, and they both have really like like two of the best quarterbacks in the league, two of the top three, I would say in the league. Well, two of the top four, I would say actually. Um, my top four is um, I would put Mahomes, Mahomes, Burrow, Jalen Hurts, and then uh, Josh Allen. Um, you know, uh, but that that's my opinion. But we can talk about that another time. But two of the top four, 
um, you know, quarterbacks in the league are, are on those two teams. And I, I know that D-Hop, you know, would want to be on, on a team which has got a good quarterback, quarterbacks who can get the ball into the receiver's hands. Um, and, you know, that they're very... Uh, good offensively um it just depends about what he wants to do about in in terms of money whether he wants to look for a bigger payday because if that's the case and I, don't, I don't think the bills and chiefs are going to get him um i mean as far as the comments about the executive i know that he's an executive and he probably does know more, more football than i do but i mean uh, i think um deandre helkins has played really well these past three, past three seasons i mean if you look at his stats um if you look at all the all the years that he's played in the NFL, his his best two seasons have been the last two seasons. Last season, he played nine games and he got 60, 64 receptions, 717 yards and three touchdowns in nine games. You know, that like he's he's still a great weapon. Like he he's still really useful and I mean, he may not I don't think he I don't think he'll be a number 1. Um I think that's probably where he would fit well, maybe on the Bills and Chiefs, because the Bills already the Bills already have a number one in Stephon Diggs, right? Um, you know, so he could fit in as a number two or a three, you know, um, and the same on the Chiefs as well. He he would he would fit in as 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 like a number two or three receiver, which is which is good for him because it allows him to. Um, uh, get more get more balls thrown his way considering defenses will be aligned over the number one receivers on either of those teams um yeah but i don't, i don't believe um that uh, uh that uh, nfl exec saying that d hop don't have it anymore i don't think d hop has it anymore uh, I, I don't think that he does i let me rephrase i don't think he does not not have it anymore um I mean, he was never a, a, like a super speedy guy. He ran a four six at his NFL combine, right? That's like, that's not considered to be like top tier quick for a receiver. It's still quick enough, and I just think that D Hop has got great hands. He he, D Hop just knows how to get open. He's got great footwork, and he does great route running, and he's got great hands, and he's got a great catch radius, and that that's what that's what you need from him. Um, so um. I'm going to keep an eye on this one as well, but I, I don't think that he's past it. I think that he'd be very useful to any team uh, going forward. Pivoting back to the NBA, uh, Michael Malone uh, has uh, called Jimmy Butler a big moment player um, and implying that he's going to be really tough to play in the finals. Um, and the question going around from what I'm seeing is like, oh, should the Nuggets fear uh, Jimmy Butler in the Miami Heat? Um, I don't think they should fear the Miami Heat. However, they shouldn't take him lightly or as an easy win, you know. Um, I think he's right in the sense that, yeah, Jimmy Butler is has been known to have, be a big moment player, but he's not done that as of late. Um, he he's not he's not been like that that guy, you know, who you know who's just been like consistent and clutch. Uh, throughout this, particularly this last series, this seven-game series that with the Boston Celtics. I mean, um, you know, uh, if if anything, I would say that the Heat have been more reliant on Caleb Martin to be the catalyst for the team and to get them going. I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy showed up yesterday, uh, the uh on Game Seven, um, but uh, uh, as far as that the whole series, 
I mean, he's not he's not really shown up as a big a, a big moment player. I think he can be. He's got it in him, but he's got to he's got to be. He has to do that consistently uh, during the finals for the for the Heat to have any chance. I mean, I don't think that they have a chance uh, at the moment. It's very slim, very very slim. It's like slim to none. But if if the Heat you know want to ch- need it, you know if the if the Heat are to have a chance in winning this game or, or in winning this series, then Jimmy has to be consistently this big moment player as Mr. Malone described him. And to end today's episode, we're going to just be um, mentioning uh, the Sixers' latest hire of new head coach uh, Nick Nurse. Uh, coach Nurse turned down the Suns um, uh, in favour of uh, Philadelphia. Um, I mean, on face on face value, looking at this, I know that you know Coach Nurse is a very good coach. Um, I believe that he turned down the Suns. You know, I mean, uh, for for the reason and nothing to do with the players that are in, at the Suns. But I think the West is very loaded. Um, you know, the Nuggets, the Suns, Dallas. You know, Lakers, Golden State. You know, the West has always been very loaded. Um, I would the Eastern Conference is a better option. Um, he's got uh, one of the best players in the league, Joel Embiid, at the Sixers. He can go there now and, you know, try and instill his vision and his coaching philosophy onto the team, you know, and he can try and mould it to how he wants it to be. Um, you know, I mean, he's he's proven himself in the league before, um, so I'm excited to see what happens with him. That brings us to the end of the episode. Um, for those of my listeners uh, returning, thank you for, for coming back. And I hope you come back for more in future. Um, for the new listeners, I hope you've enjoyed uh, today's podcast and I hope you return as well. Um, please uh, subscribe to my podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts uh, or on Spotify. Um, thank you for listening and uh, I'll be uh, seeing you soon.